You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Welcome back to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I hope that you're doing well. I am just so glad that my voice is back because I've been ill for the past few days. Like I'm on antibiotics, it was awful. And I am recording this just a few minutes before releasing this episode. So bear with me. Um, I just managed to get it done so that it goes out this Wednesday. And um, I don't want to disappoint you by moving this by another week or so. And I really hope that you enjoyed the last episode with Igor Denthal. It was so fun talking to him, all things editing. He gave us a lot of insights. And if you haven't listened to it, I just encourage you to go back and yeah, just give it a listen. So before we dive into today's episode, I'd love to share some exciting news with you. My husband, Tim and I are planning a retreat in Corsica, France this autumn. As of now, the dates are October 30th until November 2nd, and there are only a limited number of spots available. I will talk more about it soon on Instagram, so be sure to keep an eye out for that. And if you're already interested, write me an email, ida at wedding-photography-podcast.com. And I just want you to know that this retreat is actually not open to everyone who wants to join. We're doing a Zoom call with photographers who are interested to make sure that it's a good fit. So um, it doesn't mean that we're trying to be super exclusive. We just want to make sure that it's just the right fit for you. So if you're interested, really do not hesitate to write me and would love to have you. So this episode 51 is with Cheryl Kitchener, the founder of the Unscripted Coding app. Cheryl's a photographer, a mom of three, and clearly an incredible businesswoman. Cheryl and her team have built Unscripted app over the past few years to be one of the most popular and valuable apps amongst wedding photographers, and also, of course, other types of photographers like family photographers, maternity photographers, and yeah, different ones. It's so, so good. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the Unscripted app, it is an all-in-one posing app for photographers. It has a large database of poses and prompts, a full client management system, and a number of tools to help you build your dream business. In today's episode, Cheryl and I chat about how utilizing posing and prompts during shoots can help elevate the experience for your clients. Especially if you're nearer to wedding photography or you're an experienced photographer who's feeling like you're in a bit of a rut, this episode is definitely for you. You can download the app directly onto your phone or even use the web version. You have the option to sign up for free. And if you decide to upgrade, you can use my affiliate discount code IDA20 to get $20 off. So no need to wait any longer. Here's my conversation with Cheryl. Cheryl, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Such a pleasure to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here. So good. I would love for you to take a couple minutes to introduce yourself and tell us like how Unscripted came about. What is that backstory? 
Yeah, well, my name is Cheryl. I'm the founder of the Unscripted app for photographers. And the app came around out of a really painfully awkward photo shoot that I had. Oh, I think we've all experienced that at some point, but this one was like particularly painful. Um, it was a couple shoot at a beach and I was in my car. I was all like excited and waiting for the couple and I watched them drive into the car park and they just were like speeding and not super like the energy was already like whoa who are those people and then I realized they're my clients anyway they got out of the car and they just wouldn't look at each other they wouldn't look at me they were I don't know what was going on with them maybe they had just had a fight but they were off of it <laughs> and I was like whoa what are we in for here like maybe maybe we should cancel I don't know but um maybe they didn't even book the session maybe it was someone in the family that wanted it I don't know but um got them down to the beach and I was pulling out all of my tricks you know just trying to find some sliver of rapport and it just wasn't happening so I just totally froze like just absolutely had no idea what to do with these people so I just kept telling them to walk really far away from me go over there, go walk into the sunset, just so I can get some space from them to try and figure out my plan. I just was totally thrown. I expected that every client that I booked was going to be similar. They were all going to be really easy to get along with, outgoing, chatty, because that's what I am like. So I thought that that was what I would attract in my clientele. And that's not true. That, <laughs> that doesn't happen yeah, all the time. Sometimes you get there. <laughs> awful. Yeah, we've really all been there, especially like in the beginning, right, where we're not that experienced. And it's just not as natural that we kind of in the spur of the moment know how to deal with different types of people and situations and like mind blocks. Right. And then in that Absolutely. moment, you can freeze. And I think you did what a lot of people would do, where you kind of send them a little bit further away till you collect yourself and figure out how to how to continue. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, it just got worse and worse, honestly. Like oh. by the end of it, I was just like, I have done this a lot. And I thought that I could handle these situations. And I just thought that. Uh, I would be able to get myself through any type of photo shoot that came my way. And that was just a really amazing experience for me to realize that posing, I think, is like posing and directing your clients, I think, is the hardest part of photography. You can absolutely nail um, your camera settings and composition and, and light and client experience and marketing. But posing and working with the public, every single shoot is different. So it just made me realize that you really have to be armed with like some resources in that situation. And um, that's how like the inspiration for the unscripted app was born was just, I need a quick reference in my pocket that I can actually look at and find inspiration in those moments of desperation. <laughs> and they happen all the time. Like it doesn't have to be as extreme as a really awkward client. It can just be like, maybe you take, them, your clients to a location and the there's no beach or there's like people where you want to go or the light is just too bright where you want and it just throws you I think it doesn't matter how as a photographer it's you're going to have experiences where you just are absolutely at a loss of what to do you just need a moment um so 
yeah, that was how the inspiration came along and it's just grown from there. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. I mean, back in the day, I know a lot of people would go to Pinterest, for example, and screenshot some photos or like have some notes in, in their back pockets. And it was, it was a mess, right? It was in the most optimal way of like keeping things organized, something to kind of peek at, you know, given the situation, right? And sometimes I think for the most part, it's kind of some couples just stand there awkwardly. And even if you're giving them some direction, it's not landing how you expect it to. And then you kind of run out of ideas. What can I do to kind of get them comfortable? So what I love about Unscripted and it's grown over the years is that you have so many variations of poses and prompts that you can try out. And that just gives you a chance to to go through different things and kind of see what could work with the couple that you're shooting at that moment. Like you can favorite them. You can see like what has worked well in the past. So I just love that it's all part of the app. It makes it so quickly accessible. And I I love how it's grown really because um, I've been on it for, yeah, a couple of years now maybe three, four, I don't know. With COVID, I'm confused how long I've been on it, but I've known about Unscripted for a while, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that point. I used to show up at weddings and stuff with prompts written on my hand and and pen. And by the time you actually get to the portrait session, you've washed your hands. They're gone. Um, I used to like print out um, little cards and have them in my back pocket and um, that worked okay. That was probably the best out of all the options. <laughs> that was a bit manual. For one time, they just fell out of my pocket and I lost them. Um, so yeah, there's definitely lots of creative ways that you can keep inspiration on hand. But I, just being a highly visual person, like I think most photographers are, needed a really quick visual reference that was in my pocket and pre-curated. And Pinterest boards were only so good if you had reception, um, and you had to navigate and open the app and make sure it was like launched and then navigate to your board. And it just took a lot of time. Um, so yeah, that was definitely how Unscripted started was just a really simple visual resource for generally more for people that are just aspiring and starting out. I think posing is one of those things that you battle with when you're first um, starting to take on paying clients more so experienced. But it's amazing how um, many people write in and say, I've been a wedding photographer for like 12 years and I just got stuck in my ways. I've been doing the exact same poses for 12 years. And I think it's easy to do, right? Like you you get your flow. You are an expert at your craft. Like it's just so repeatable and easy and you've got a paying client and you know how to deliver. So I think it's been really inspirational for those people to go, oh, you know what, I'm going to actually start trying some new things. Maybe like I'm going to reserve five minutes in every portrait session for me, like stuff that I don't know if it's going to work out, but I need you to can do something experiment. to not burn out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. As much as Unscripted is kind of referred to as a posing app, um, it's definitely more of a prompting app. So prompts are what you say to break down barriers or like icebreakers, what you say to get emotion and movement. Um Posing is like, in my opinion, just the actual act of you stand here like this, making sure that they are as 
well lit as possible. Um, the composition is good. There's no tree branch coming out of some awkward body part. And yeah, right. Like they, they going like, like <laughs> into your head. Oh, I see exactly. that. <laughs> right. Once you learn composition, you can't unsee it. <laughs> but um, to me, that's posing is making sure that your clients look their best and that all the other technical elements are considered. And then prompting is actually where the magic happens, where you actually bring in emotion and you bring in movement and you bring in connection and play. And I think you need both to actually have a really successful photo shoot. And I think client experience is really led into that. Like photographers um, are so responsible for, for bringing this amazing experience. And you can do that through chit chat and just building rapport. But I think an easier way of doing that is through prompting and making sure that the entire photo shoot, your clients feel that they are in good hands. They feel like they know what they should be doing. I think a lot of, um, I think we've all had this before, like a client emails and says, I'm not a model. I don't know what I'm doing. I like, I, I'm a bit uncomfortable and awkward. Can you make sure that you direct me the whole time? And in order to be confident and say, yeah, I've got you, you've really got to study prompting and directing. And yeah, I refer to that a lot. It is a bit of a study. Like I think, especially when you're first starting out, there's so many things to consider. Like just remembering your camera sighting settings is yeah, like totally. challenging enough. But once you're more experienced, I think prompting needs to be in there in your like go-to arsenal of tricks. Like you need to have 10 to 20 prompts committed to memory um, and keep adding to it every photo shoot. It's yeah, very much a study in my opinion so that you keep getting new things and you keep providing a new client experience and um, you're proud of the work you're doing and you feel like you're pushing your own creative goals every time. Yes. So like for me, I know what pausing and um, prompting are, but I'm sure there are people listening, thinking, okay, prompting, can you give some examples? Like they might not be grasping it fully if this is their first time hearing about it. Totally. So I think, a pose, in my opinion, is, all right, I want you both to sit down and like put your legs on top of each other. And yeah, just do that. And right. I'm going to go over here. That's kind of like you're configuring them. You're making sure that all the technical elements are correct and there's no people in the background and they look good. And then a prompt is, okay, I want you to like nestle into each other. Can you kiss from the top of her head all the way down to her shoulder really slowly? Now I want you to do that again, a little bit faster. And now again, really fast and I blow in her ear. And the difference between the, those two sets of directions is you're going to get laughter and intimate moments and like 25 different shots from that one pose, where if you just ask them to sit still and like look into the distance, that's kind of one shot. And then you're like, okay, now we gotta do something else. And it's yeah, just, it's it doesn't look work. natural, right? And like, they're mostly going to be a little bit awkward. They're going to be sitting there quite stiff. And you can see that. That's the thing about photos, right? You can look into those images and you can tell right away with like the most tiny little details that something is off. But the more you're able to get them in a natural state where they're feeling comfortable and they're enjoying it, that's when you get those emotion-filled photos, right? That's the aim. Absolutely. I'm really passionate about this. This is, I know. This is the art to, um, I think, getting um, emotion-filled images is 
prompting and I, and prompting is not as easy as it sounds. Like if you give a introverted couple a prompt to like now whisper in a sexy voice, all the chores that you want your partner to do tomorrow morning, they're going to look at you and be like, what is she asking me to say? I'm not saying that. That's so weird. But if you ask an extroverted couple who's really comfortable and funny and outgoing, something like that, they are going to laugh. They're going to build on that. So you really have to um, detect what your couples are like and understand what the personalities are. And you can do that in your questionnaires and um, like the conversations you have before. But I think uh, on the day, like someone might say in their questionnaire, oh, I'm really extroverted. Um, but that's like the person that answered the questionnaire. And then they've got a exactly. kid or a partner that's like super awkward. <laughs> um, so you really have to be prepared with both sets of prompts and not all couples are balanced. Like very, very often one person is much more introverted than the other and is so much more hesitant than the other. And I think um, that was a big lesson for me when I just kind of started shooting weddings and, and videoing um, weddings was that not all love is the same. And um, you really, I think we want to do photography because we're obsessed with the creative passion and we want to capture what we want to capture. But at the same time, we are hired to capture their love story. Yeah. And you can't force something on people that isn't authentic to them. So if you're asking them to run into the sunset and like wild piggyback rides, that sort of thing, and it's just not comfortable for them, they're not like they're not going to enjoy that client experience. When they look back on those photos, they're going to remember that they felt a bit awkward. So I just think it's really important that we really lean, lean into the personality of our clients and posing and prompting is the easiest way to make sure that we get a really great client experience that aligns with how our couple's love story um, is, you know? Um, yeah. I totally agree. Like, I know there was a moment where most Instagram accounts were filled with all the piggyback rides and everything, you know, these huge accounts. And a lot of people felt compelled, like, to do that because it seemed like the thing to do. And I've heard stories of where, like, they were pushing their couples to do it, but the couples were really uncomfortable, you know. And that's the thing. Um, I love how you said couples like the way they express their love or how they are together is so different every couple's different and just being aware of that and trusting that is important because there's some people who are just not touchy-feely but that doesn't mean that their relationship is not solid and that love is not there so like for them I feel like when we're actually taking photos for our clients at least for me it's just important for me when they look at those images look at the time we spent together that they feel like that was totally us you know like so I have couples sometimes like even on wedding days they're just so goofy like literally they just want to be goofy they they don't want any of the romantic sunset shots you know they don't want to do anything else except like just play around and they're like oh is that okay like I know it's kind of different from what we've seen on your portfolio I'm like hey it's your wedding day these are your photos and if that's what you want to do I'm going with it like that's my style of doing it and I think like um it's just important 
that we kind of keep that in mind and also just really read the vibe from our clients. And another thing is I do love the questionnaires you have available on Unscripted. I've read like some questions that you have available that photographers can use. One of it being the love languages, which I think are yes. so great. So if you could speak to that, how that can play into Photoshoot, that'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Unscripted grew from just being poses and prompts to kind of like a ready-made out-of-the-box solution um, to run your business. Definitely more for new and aspiring photographers who don't have like a really expensive CRM and um, don't really know what kind of to ask in their questionnaires. So we came up with a set of questionnaires, email templates for every type of session type. And that resonated a lot with our new and aspiring photographers. Um, but yeah, we put a lot of thought into those questionnaires, like very much so that these people that feel awkward when they go on these shoots are at least geared with some sort of understanding beforehand so they can do their posing and prompting kind of study before the shoot. Um, I think it's really important to know what your couple's love language is and absolutely expect them to be different. And I do ask like, are you introverted or are you extroverted? And what's your partner? <laughs> like, I think um, so, so important. Be, like you said, yeah. one can be introverted, the other extroverted. I think that would be more me and my husband. Like, you know, I'm more out there and he'll be a little bit more reserved. Absolutely. So then you need to do your preparation beforehand and maybe yeah. don't go for the super extroverted prompts. They're a little bit wild. And don't go for the super introverted romantic prompts, like find some middle ground that would suit both of them. Um, so yeah, it very much is a study based on what you're getting out of those questionnaire answers. But I think anyone listening will realize that questionnaire answers only go so far. Someone will <laughs> answer a questionnaire and you'd be like, I know these people. I like, this is easy. And then you show up and they're totally not at all what like you expected. So yeah. very much having things committed to memory and being able to pivot when a shoot isn't going your way or a couple or a client's energy isn't what you expect. Like people have fights on the way to photo shoots. I don't know about you, but like I take my family for a family photo shoot every year and it is like full on just trying to get all the hair brushed and everyone not to put like strawberries on their white t-shirts right. like, to get to the location on time. So like I know how stressful it is to get to a photo shoot. So I can only imagine how stressful it is for my clients. And like, I think we need to have a bit of an understanding of that and that they might not be showing up their best. They might be super awkward and super uncomfortable and it's our job to put them at ease. And yeah, the easiest way to do that is by like leaning into what the personality type is and what their mood is. Like they might actually say that they're super extroverted, um, but then they're just feeling like a little bit low. So I think, um, everyone will build their own rhythm to a photo shoot in time. And especially for wedding photographers, you only have an hour. So you really have to have this rhythm down pat, but especially for new photographers who are just starting out, like if you speak to people, everyone does it a little bit differently. Some people get their clients to sit down first so that they can like just rest and like relax into it. And they start with more intimate poses and prompts and then they get them standing up and they end with like a lot of energy. Right. Um, I do it a little bit opposite. I get them to walk really far away from me at first um, just so that they can have a breather and they can talk to each other and uh, like enjoy the scenery and get into the mood and anyone can walk and talk into the distance. <laughs> so that's just like a really easy 
starting point. And then I can look at my light. I can look at where people might be in my location. I can look at like what the elements are doing, where there's shade, where there's sun. Um, I think we as creatives show up to locations and we feel like we need to know exactly what we're doing as soon as we get there. Right. And like that moment that I think it's self-imposed, right? Like to be professional, absolutely. like we need to be on the go in that moment. But I think we're all human. Even our clients would understand if we're like, hey, you know, I just need to kind of suss the location, see what's best. And I love the way you approach it. That's similar to what I do as well. What's your flow? Talk me through your beginning it, to end. Yeah, I mean, it differs, but it's very similar to that. Like, I just do love starting them off with them walking together because I'm trying to demonstrate to them that they don't need to act in a certain way, like, models like that I'm just really trying to capture them together how they are you know and Absolutely. once they kind of see oh it's actually true that's what we're doing and then they start getting more comfortable with the camera and I'm just like you know I'm more of an encourager when I take photos where I'm like I'm loving it give me more of that stay where you are I'm coming here I'm on your I'm getting closer like I'm a talker <laughs> My husband is not. He always thinks he's just like, you say a lot. I'm like, I do. And I'm like, you do not say enough. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have such different styles, but it works out. Um, But that's, that's my way. So I'm really kind of like, and always keeping an eye out for like awkward hands. I have a thing with like weird hands, you know, don't yes. let them hang there. Don't be so strained. <laughs> so like, but like always trying to do it in a very positive note. Because I don't want them to get super nervous and then like, you know, freak out. <laughs> totally. I think um, one of the first emails we send um, after you download the app has something in it about create a rule that like um, your couple or your family, they always need to have a body part touching at all times. And if you notice that they're starting to have awkward hands or they don't know what to do with it, come up with like a code word, like bananas. And then they have to like <laughs> touch each other. Um, and that works really well with families. I really like doing that with kids and families. It's like bananas and everyone like runs for each other. That's um, funny. I think it could apply to couples as well. Maybe not bananas, but find your own word. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, finding ways to play on a photo shoot and encourage that intimacy. Um, and it is a little bit awkward for someone to be yelling at you now touch each other now kiss each other now like I want you to stroke her cheek and like it is awkward it's really intimate and you don't know this person so you really need to make it fun and some reason just like icebreakers and breaking down those barriers with a little bit more play seems to make the whole thing not awkward and not yeah too intimate yeah, that's true. And I mean, uh, photographers plan out these kind of like just talking about couple sessions. That's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. Uh, just like this one photographer, one time I heard her talk about how she really dives deep into love languages, for example, just going back to that and plans out the shoot according to their love language. So, for example, it's, if it's about uh, if they're into gift giving, that they she encourages them to already bring a gift and they can open it together at the session. And that's mm -hmm. something that they really value. Or if it's quality time that they plan out something like, so this is not a, like an hour shoot. This is something that's more planned out, but playing into that 
really helped she said and it's something that stuck with me I I always thought oh I should do that I haven't maybe one day but I want to at least share it here and if I do remember who talked about it I'll put in the show notes so please uh, I want to credit her for that that's beautiful and that just shows such a commitment to your clients I think as wedding photographers we have the power to do that like we have maybe multiple shoots with these people you know you might have an engagement shoot and you might have a shoot before the wedding and then like you're probably going to photograph them down the track again like maybe a couple shoot a year later or if you do other types of photography you'll photograph their baby one day like if you don't they'll definitely ask you so (laughs) I think you can build these relationships with these people and um, take the time to do that I think for different genres of photography that's quite a commitment and, and, and hard to do but um, definitely with weddings, like they're paying you a lot of money and they're trusting you to capture the biggest day of their life. So the more you can commit to the cause to make it just the best experience ever, the better, because they will remember you 100%. And your photographs are going to live on walls well past the day that you're still doing photography. Like they, it is really powerful what we do as photographers and you're capturing legacies. And I think in, especially in today's, culture that's so fast and it's just like we almost like want to deliver the gallery and then we want to move on to the next thing um I know that I can get caught in that I'm like oh I don't want to deal with like your albums like I just want to move on to the next shoot (laughs) um I think that's quite like maybe that's just me but I think like I'm always looking for the next thing and wanting to move on to the next creative project and I think we need to kind of take a breath sometimes and realize like you had such an impact on those people. If they email you back three years from now and they want a photograph of them and their grandma, like go to the effort, just do it. Absolutely. What happens a lot to me is like they would get pregnant soon after something on like a maternity shoot, which I don't necessarily specialize in, but because they're previous clients of mine and I'm happy to do them. And that's when I always notice I'm definitely going to the unscripted app because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do these like always standard things, you know, where they're just holding the belly and that's that, you know, and always there's so much fresh content. And I'm like, oh, I want to try it out, you know, and that's always fun to just like expand the type of photography that I do and not always kind of, you know, because at wedding, at one point, it's like you said, earlier before about like photographers who've been shooting for years at one point you're kind of doing the same thing because you know it works and yeah and breaking out of a lot of money yeah and just like trying something new we also need that creative juice so you know I know like unscripted is definitely like huge amongst new aspiring photographers but like for those of us who've been doing this for a while also just kind of going in there and seeing talent from all over the world right like so many people like upload their photos there and they're so creative and it's just kind of like sometimes eye-opening to be like oh why didn't I think of that that's awesome like it's not necessarily like even duplicating it's I think you can take that inspiration from people and be like oh yeah, there the possibilities are actually endless. It's just we're standing in our own way sometimes. Yeah, for sure. But it's so easy to do, especially when you've got a very expensive wedding client and you've only got an hour. It's really hard to find time yeah. to experiment. 
Oh, yeah. In those cases, for sure, you just want to get, yeah, things done. I hear you. But um, in like a one hour, like couple session, I think I always say, look, the last 15 minutes are for me. We've got all, all the content we need. Like, I'm super confident. You guys have absolutely nailed this. Like, we could have gone home in the first five minutes. You guys did this right. so well. But um, at the in the last 15 minutes, I try and say, like, these are for me. And therefore, like, pushing creativity. And I think you're going to really love this. Do you guys want to look at this app with me? These are some, like, ideas that I've saved. Do any of these, like, speak to you? Do you want to try any of these? And so often people are like, oh, my gosh, give me that. What is this? And they start, like, going through it. And they're like, let's try that. I'm like, oh, I didn't really think you guys were those types of people, but cool, let's do this. Um, and on a wedding, that's a lot harder to do, but maybe if you can reserve the final three to five minutes for like one cool idea that you saw that you're like, I really want to try this really interesting pose or this light trick or this compositional play. Um, and you guys just need to give me five minutes to do this. <laughs> um, yeah. I think like, I think it's really important because like you're going to burn out if you keep doing the same thing every time. And we, I don't think we need to aspire to these crazy creativity that we see on TikTok and Instagram. And like, you don't have to do that with a wedding really need to just like push your own creative boundary. So just do something a little bit more interesting than what you you did the last time. And don't, I don't think you need to stress yourself out with this intense creativity but just pushing like whatever your little boundary might be every time, I think is a really good goal. I, I really like that. That's so good. So you've mentioned the word lights. I want to kind of go into that because we can use light in different ways, right? And we can use light to bring emotion also into photos. Can you talk a little bit about how photographers could really use light in different ways? Yeah, well, I probably don't have as much authority to speak on this as someone else that educates, but um, yeah, sure. Just I from think, your experience, you know, just to touch up on it. Yeah, I think um, I'm loving right now some of the the Gen Z younger photographers what they're mm. doing on TikTok and stuff. It's all very like they're shooting in full sun, which I think any wedding photographer is like they see a full sun photo and they just get stressed out because they're just yeah. like, oh that's our like, shadows and we don't know shadows. and like yes I know <laughs> and it's like really hard when you have to shoot a ceremony or something in full sun and it happens all the time and you just have to work with it but the fact that these people are seeking out full sun is just like really shocking to me but I love it I love seeing how they're using something that's like really difficult shooting in full sun to their advantage to create a mood and like on trend now is off like the filmy kind of grainy blues and that sort of thing yes. so shooting in full sun and having like I, I like watching maternity photographers because they are just pushing the boundaries of creativity to a level that I just find amazing like a pregnant mother can only move so many ways she can't move super fast like there's only so many things you can do with a pregnant body it's true so to watch <laughs> that's to what because I'm like what can I do <laughs> right like you know creative but like she's limited <laughs> very much so so yeah. to watch them pose and direct and work with a pregnant body in full sun is just so so inspiring to me and um I think yeah I'm not answering your question super well because um obviously working with light like everyone has a different preference I'm like I love to work with a moody overcast day and like the flat light and when the colors really pop like I just 
absolutely adore that and get really close and not have to worry about shadows on faces. Like I just find that so nice. I really love that. And I'll seek out open shade. But then I see people who are open, like seeking out dappled light coming in through blinds. And like, I just think, again, this is more leaning into the creativity side, but if you find a certain lighting condition quite difficult, practice it, like get your pregnant friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the open sun and go and practice. Um, I mean, as wedding photographers, we have to deal with all sorts of different lights. So it's, it's quite easy to get quite good at a variety of light. But um, actually, like thinking of it more creatively and what like open sun does to a photograph. And like to me, I don't think of an intimate photo with like open blue sun. I think more creative and editorial and like compositionally interesting from a distance. And then I think of like shadows coming in through a window is like really emotional. And then I'll bring in more like intimacy in my prompting and my directing And then obviously like a dance floor and a sparkler exit, like they have a totally different lighting situation. So they are more, they scream party and fun. Um, So yeah, I think we naturally all do this as wedding photographers. Like we we might not think about the energy that a certain lighting situation is bringing, but we we do it naturally. But uh, yeah, studying people who are doing really amazing things um, in really hard lighting situations, I've found really valuable. Yeah. And talking about Gen Z, like, even on my last podcast episode, we we mentioned Gen Z. It just came up, and I just said, I just love how raw they are, uh, how they just push boundaries, you know, and just go for it. And I think there's so much for for us to learn from them, like yeah. you know, and we can bring that into our work if we choose to do so. But you know, that's the thing. Like we don't necessarily need to always be stuck in our own ways, is what I believe. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, are you shooting still alive? Like, are you doing like full-time wedding photography or you've pulled back? Cause I mean, unscripted looks like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a lot of work. Um, I only really do friends and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. Like I think anyone who's an educator or has another business on the side of photography, like there's a certain point in your business where you need to decide like what's what's actually worth my time. And that happened to me about two years ago where I was like, I actually just can't keep taking on this many strangers. Like there's something (laughs) different about friends because I don't have to build all that rapport. Um, And if I take six weeks to get the photos to them, it's not the end of the world. We're dealing with strangers and their like expectation around a gallery to be delivered the next day. I was just like, I have three kids I've got a thriving business I'm too busy (laughs) um so I think there does come a point when you start to stretch out of um doing something on the side of your photography business where you need to make some decisions that was really hard I still don't know if I made the right decision like I let my Squarespace site expire um I just kind of keep my Instagram active now and yeah it's really sad it's like a really devastating moment when you but I think you could always go back and um I still that's what I wanted to say like it's not over but the thing is the way unscripted is going I can't imagine you have the capacity to go back like fully uh perhaps if you decide but like um I I was again in the desktop version of the app I can't say the app anymore because you've really launched this whole other sites unscripted right like you mentioned before where photographers can even get booked through unscripted do you want to talk about like 
what the desktop version is offering photographers? Yeah, well, it's really new. Um, yeah. Unscripted was an app for a really long time. I really love mobile apps. Um, it's definitely more where my passion lies. So we'll always be mobile first. And I think that's just one thing that's been really pivotal to the success is we're on the go. We like, as photographers, we're not in front of our computers all the time. Like we're out editing at a cafe and, um, you know, meeting up with friends in between editing (laughs) and like you get an inquiry on your phone and you just really want to create that shoot at that moment. So we created the app in a way that it was like, okay, with the least amount of clicks, I can create a shoot. Um, And obviously that, worked for a while but then photographers that onboarded with us at when they were kind of new are like I actually need a bit more functionality here and we're like we hear you we hear you so we built a desktop version which is just available for people who um, use the app primarily and yeah you can just manage your um, shoots on there we've launched galleries and um, the one thing I'm super excited about that I'm just is going to be my pure focus for the next few years I think is the lead generation side of it. So it's less relevant to photographers who have bookings rolling in the door all the time, especially experienced wedding photographers. But new photographers really struggle to get booked. They like, if you don't have a crazy good big Instagram following or TikTok following, like it's really hard to get exposure. Um, And there's like traditional directories and stuff that you can pay a lot of money to be listed on. But when you're starting out, you don't really have that kind of funds to slosh around. So because we have such a big user base of photographers and we have clients that are constantly coming in the door going, I want to book an unscripted photographer. I had this photographer that had this app and we really liked how they like worked with us. Da, 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 da. Um, we feel like we can really lean into that marketplace between clients and photographers. So that's definitely where we're going without giving too much away. But uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot left to do there. Um, I think as we get busier and want less and less time on our computers, the flow of actually getting booked and getting a contract paid and getting a questionnaire signed and getting your like deposit paid is actually quite a lot of manual labor. And we really want to like make that a lot easier. So if you're someone that wants to just be instantly booked, you can do that. Like if you just put up your availability and the client comes through, they do all the work and you're instantly booked. Um, more similar to like an Airbnb model. I think like that's not going to suit everyone. I think wedding photographers, especially like really want to build like a relationship with their (laughs) clients beforehand, but especially when you're first starting out and you're taking on brand shoots or influencer shoots or, um, senior sessions or maternity sessions, like you don't need For those, to you don't that need crazy. more. Yeah. Like yeah. it's really, you have an overview of the shoots that are coming up. You can send out your questionnaire questionnaires directly in the app and then also the invoices, right? And you have all these templates, everything on hand, which makes it super easy for the first few shoots that people want to do, especially these kind of smaller photo shoots, right? Yeah, I think especially as a someone who's been in business for a long time, it's really easy to forget what like how many years it took you to get there to like perfect your email templates and your questionnaire templates. And like, I'm sure we've all been through like lots of rounds of revisions of our contract because you realize that you didn't get fed at a wedding once. (laughs) And like, you you just have to like keep iterating and it's just such hard work. So uh, we've really tried to take that learning curve off. Um, 
new photographer's plate and just give them like this ready-made out-of-the-box solution. So it might not apply to people who are listening who are really um, experienced in their business, but certainly if you are mentoring people that are new, um, I think it's a really great solution if you want to just learn how to run a business the right way from the start. Yeah. And another thing I noticed that you're starting to do there is that you're trying to connect photographers to photographers, right? Like people who are looking for second shooters and also like photographers who are offering mentorships, like you're bringing connections between those type of photographers, which I think is beautiful. Yeah. Our um, Facebook group has been such a lot of work. <laughs> I'm sure um, <laughs> anyone who runs a Facebook group realizes how much work it is to manage a Facebook group. Um, but we continue to to put you know full time people moderating that thing because the community that is brought through these Facebook groups is just amazing and people end up swapping camera gear and organizing creative sessions and like a florist will meet up with a model and meet up with a photographer so we wanted a more formal way of allowing for those connections that isn't in a noisy Facebook group so um, right now it's really quite hidden away in the web platform. But we're unveiling that in the app soon. So you'll be able to see who's looking for um, an editor or a mentor or a model in your area. And um, you can turn on push notifications or turn them off for those alerts. So I think that's really cool. Because if you're looking for, you know, just to make some friends, it's a really lonely industry. Or yeah. to push yourself creatively, you can kind of shop around for the opportunities that are near you without having to be super active in these Facebook groups. So um, we're really excited about that. Yeah, no, I thought that was such a genius idea when I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God, a lot of people need to actually take advantage of this. But I know that, like, you know, the desktop version is pretty new. Like, you know, it's still going to take a little bit of time to, like you said, it's a little hidden away till people kind of get used to it and start using it. Because the more people who start using it, the more active it's going to be, right? So um, I'm excited to see how that's going to develop. But um, I subscribe <laughs> definitely to places where, there's more than one thing to it. I, I love when things are like more comprehensive. So that's why I think I got more excited when I saw like how much Unscripted is adding to it. And like already in the beginning when I subscribed a couple of years ago, um, I saw that there was like even education in there, you know, like there are like blogs you can read. Um, there's like the Sunseeker. Uh, I love the whole thing with like the camera settings, you know? There's so much in there clammed up that it totally makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, you know, um, like you said, especially in the beginning when you were like a bit overwhelmed with like, oh, how am I supposed to do my settings for like, let's say party photos, you know, to get those lovely lines and stuff. You might forget in that moment, maybe something happens and it's so cool to know it's just on your phone to quickly, you know, or the sparkler exit. That was yes. a good one for me. I was, you know... I'm like, what, what am I supposed to do right now? <laughs> you know, so you did a few times and it's more like natural. It's just so good to have like a reference point. So um, kudos to you for getting all of it done. I'm sure like it wasn't easy, but like, look where you are now. Like, it's amazing. And oh, I saw you have a you. new logo as well. So are you rebranding? <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that. Well done, you do your research. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I think like as experienced photographers, um, it's easy to get into this idea that you know everything. But like 
if you actually watch trends, and I think that's what Unscripted is quite helpful for in a lot of ways is it's this constant feed. Like people are uploading 300 to a thousand photos a day. Like we look at a lot of photos, so we know exactly what people are shooting. Um, and like flash photography is such a trend at the moment, especially in weddings. Like people want these filmy editorial flash photos that are really nostalgic and um, like if that's really kind of uncomfortable or awkward, then maybe you should explore that, you know, maybe it's about kind of looking at inspiration and pushing yourself creatively. And um, you might not know the settings for a flash film camera. So they're in the app. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it's just, we can always evolve and we can always do new things. And um, yeah, it's just good to have inspiration on hand and to keep educating for sure. Exactly. And another thing that I did come across is like you have a free posing course, which is like a nine day video series for photographers like that they could um, they sign up for. And then it's dropped into their email every single day for nine days. Do you want to talk a little bit about what's in that? What is awaiting people when they sign up for that? <laughs> Oh my goodness, I have so much respect for educators. That was the biggest project ever to do nine videos. They're not even that long. They're three to five minutes. It took us like a year. It took <laughs> a really long time. And we had to hire models, we had to hire Airbnbs, we had to hire videographers. Like it's I done really beautifully, like really gorgeous. And I think it's such a good you explained it precisely. I feel like it didn't need to be longer. Do you know what I mean? It's, it gives you enough information and you cover so many different things like posing 101. Um, you go into like lighting, composition, those little things. And like it's in like bite-sized bite pieces. Sorry, I'm so tired today. I'm usually not like this. <laughs> Long day. Um, bite-sized pieces every day that are just dropping into your inbox. Like I just love it. And you just need to take a couple minutes to watch it. And it's such a good, like this is the type of free course people should sign up for. It's not just, you know, fluff, just great. Oh, that's good. Um, It's also on YouTube. If you just want to Google unscripted posing app on YouTube, they'll pop up there. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that it, <laughs> you like it. It was so much work, but um, we loved it. And we're a team of photographers. So is really exciting when we get to do a project like that and um, go out and push ourselves creatively. We did this, um, one of the shoots we did for that video series was a, a pregnancy shoot that was backlit through a sheet. And it was on my neighbor's, um, I don't own a farm, but my neighbor owns a farm. So we set up in their farm and it was super windy and there was cow poo everywhere. And <laughs> it was just really, really fun. It looks really beautiful in the video, but uh, yeah, it was hard work. Um, so we really love doing those projects and yeah, I'm glad that you enjoyed them. I think, um, yeah, a lot of money and effort went into them. So we'll definitely expand on that in the future, but kudos to educators, man. Like that is a lot of work to do <laughs> videos totally. and to show up and yeah, it's a lot. But it's worth it, right? And that's why we all do it. It's amazing. So um, you mentioned the Facebook group. I know you have the Instagram. Like, where's the best place for people to, you know, to know the ongoings of Unscripted? And obviously for community is the Facebook group. Is there anything else I forgot? Like, tell me how people, like, the handles so that people can join in and, yeah, learn more. Yeah, 
uh, just search Unscripted on Instagram. That's a really great place to start. And it's got all of our link in our bio to our YouTube and our Facebook group. And obviously search Unscripted in your app store. It's free. And um, if you sign up to the app, like we send really good emails. I like really like our emails. I'm a bit biased, but they're good. Are super I get them. Nurturing. <laughs> good. Like, uh, and if you don't have the time to know everything that's on trend and like uh, just like that study, you will just get some ideas from our emails because we provide loads of free prompts and posing inspiration and new composition things to try new questions put in your questionnaire like it's <laughs> we really um put a lot of effort into our emails um so yeah it's really easy to find us and we'd love to have you on our community so good do you have any parting words or advice for photographers going into at least for us here into the wedding season I know it's like flipped over in Australia but for those of us listening in Europe or North America any encouraging words going into the season? Yeah. Uh, well, most of our user base is in the cold climate. So we're very familiar with the, <laughs> the seasonality. Um, I think just push yourself creatively this year. Like there's so many new trends. I am really loving the full sun stuff. I just think it's amazing. Um, and just put 20 new prompts in your arsenal for your next shoots. I think... Posing is the hardest part of photography. You always can learn and um, adapt and push yourself a little bit further every time. So that's my advice is just to commit 10 to 20 new poses to your memory before your next shoot. I love it. I'm going to take your advice as well and push myself more <laughs> this year, see what happens. That's so good. Cheryl, thank you so much for chatting. Thank you for creating Unscripted. It is amazing. It's something our industry needed and still needs. It's I'm excited to see where it's going to go because I'm sure you have a lot of things, a big vision for the future. And yeah, I'm excited to see where things go with that. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate the support. Thanks for chatting. Such a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.